Welcome to the Soul Seekers Podcast with your host, Lily. See this podcast as your source of inspiration for all things manifestation, spirituality, and adventures beyond our physical reality. My intention with this podcast is to help walk you home. We all have a beautiful story to tell, and I love deep diving into the world of spirituality because that's where our stories begin. And so see this as your great awakening to begin questioning life beyond our physical reality and start to really wake up to your soul's destiny. I'm so excited for you to be here today. My name is Lily and I am your host. I'm a manifestation coach and mentor and my company is called This Must Be It because this must be it. All the answers that you've been seeking when it comes to your purpose, your destiny, and the life you're meant to live. I have a deep love for all things spirituality, experiences, and storytelling. So if you're ready, let's walk each other home and manifest our destinies. Thank you for tuning in. I can't wait to get started. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Soul Seekers podcast with your host, Lily. Today, I'm going to be talking all things rebirth and more importantly, sharing my story in regards to my rebirth. And so I talk and I share with you today the story about my rebirth because I think it's really important as we enter the new moon in Virgo. And the new moon in Virgo is very symbolic and very powerful in the sense that Virgo is all things logic, perfectionism, and systems. And Virgo really does work and root all of its energy from it, the heart. And so the heart chakra is our, is our like strongest chakra when it comes to attracting the things that we want in our lives. And so why this is so important or why this is coming so timely to share is Virgo is all things healing and Virgos as well are the symbol in astrology for the natural born healers. So Virgos are all about like, how can I heal? How can I make things perfect? And that has so much to do with the Virgo perfectionist characteristic. I share this with you because um, my moon sign actually sits in Virgo. And so our moon sign is actually everything to do with our subconscious mind. So our subconscious mind basically controls everything and everything that we manifest in our life. So knowing this about myself, specifically knowing that my moon sits in Virgo, I know that I always try to wait for things to be perfect before I get started. The one thing I really want to make clear is nothing is ever going to be perfect when you start anything. So knowing this about my subconscious mind and knowing this about how I'm meant to operate or how I operate makes me consciously aware and allows me to actually overcome this level of perfectionism and just really move my body towards my manifestation and allows my subconscious mind to catch up my Virgo, my perfectionism, my logic, my heart's desires. And so today's episode, I'm going to be talking about rebirth and really why this is so important because this has so much to do with the energies of this season. And not only that, the energies of this season, as I mentioned, September is all about change. And I hope that it really inspires you to really look into your life and see where you can change more 
for yourself, whether it's changing habits, changing belief systems, changing your your hair, or changing the way you look at yourself. It's all about that change and evolution and growth. And so I share this with you because I want to share that we don't just like begin to grow. We actually have to consciously become aware that we want to grow. Growth is a pursuit because the comfort zone is actually very, very comfortable. So a lot of times we could just stay there and be comfortable, right? But that's not how butterflies are formed, right? We There's an evolution to everything. And so for you to go from a caterpillar, caterpillar to cocoon to a butterfly, you go through a rebirth cycle. Realize that. You go through an evolution. Rebirth sometimes sounds like, oh gosh, you have to die to restart again. Or you can see it as a resting or void period for yourself to really become who you're meant to be. Just like a caterpillar knows its life cycles. Caterpillar knowingly knows that it's going to be born into this like free body where it's moving. It's moving and taking action, but it goes into the stage, the cocoon, where it actually just hibernates and allows itself to manifest into this beautiful butterfly. And the caterpillar and the butterfly analogy is the perfect analogy for a rebirth. Realize that those periods that you go through that evolution will always lead you into a beautiful monarch butterfly, any type of butterfly. When we see butterflies, we we automatically are programmed to see them as beautiful creatures. And so why can't we look at ourselves in that lens of evolution, giving ourselves grace, compassion, and the time and effort to grow into that beautiful butterfly? So this episode comes live to you today as you we as a collective are immersing ourselves into Virgo season and it really, really wants us to tap into the energy of where we can heal more parts of ourselves to become whole, to become that beautiful butterfly. So I want to share my rebirth story so that more importantly, you can understand where you are in your evolution when it comes to rebirth. So it's very like symbolic in the sense like I've changed my name. So previously in my born into this world name is Jennifer. But as I've gone through my evolution and my spiritual journey and my spiritual awakening journey, I, with that evolution, I symbolically decided and decided to change my name to Lily. And I joked about this today with my cousin. Um, he was like, you probably just decided that Jennifer was such a boring name that you started to tell us to all call you Lily. And truthfully, we still don't know where Lily came, came from. And that story seems very plausible. But now it's actually a part of my decision and a part of my story that Jennifer just didn't feel right to me anymore. And more importantly, I had the courage and the bravery and the boldness to just go and change my name. And realize that for, for me to like rebirth myself, it would it came from a place of like complete compassion and healing. And not saying that I had I was sick of who I was and I had to change that. 
there was a part of my soul in this rebirth process that said, it's time to evolve. It's time to evolve into that version of yourself that is sitting, waiting within my soul to be discovered. And so I talk about this all the time. I talk about this with my clients. I talk about this in terms of just coaching. And I talk about this as like my mantra is that we are all here to walk each other home. Right? And when I say home, I mean your soul's destiny, your soul's purpose, and who you're meant to be. And so throughout life, we have been programmed to believe certain things like what we believe is success or what we are considered what is considered success programmed by society or programmed by our parents or programmed by our cultures or programmed by comparison. But once we actually break that mold and actually decondition ourselves to really ask ourselves, what is it that truly is my heart's desires? That's when you choose to walk in the direction of your soul. So where my rebirth story really, really started to begin or started to route itself was when I first started my spiritual awakening journey. When I started to become dissatisfied with the quote-unquote rat race. And I didn't understand that I was placed on this planet for to work and pay bills and die, right? We talk about that, right? But it's actually until we become consciously aware of that, we ch- that we can actually change that. And so for me, 2020 was all about the pursuit of my purpose. And it was not until the end of 2020 that I began to actually really, really step into my purpose. And it had to come and be transmuted from a place of feeling completely purposeless. And that purposelessness fueled me to search for purpose. And so that's where I began my manifestation journey. Interestingly enough, I started my manifestation journey. I started my journey with Bob Proctor and really started to learn the universal laws and started to learn how our mind works and how we can manipulate our mind to create different results. But even with that journey when I decided and made a decision to become a manifestation coach, my personal development did not end there. I started studying a material called Thinking Into Results. And Thinking Into Results is revolutionary. It shows you how your mind works, how it creates results. But a part of it was missing. It was that part where we look into our souls. We look into our past. We look into our programmings and we look into things that we can't even actually see with our eyes, but we can feel with our souls. And what I mean by that is it's healing. For a very long time, I was resistant to healing. That word made me cringe. I always thought, well, there's nothing wrong with me. Why do I have to heal? What, what, what is wrong with me that I have to heal? And it's nothing to do with being wrong with you. It has everything to do with feeling worthy enough to make yourself whole. And so my healing journey, quote unquote, 
um, really began in, I would say, May. But previous to May, what was going on for me was this seeking of my soul. My soul was really seeking something. And so in the spring, me and my fiance actually came out to California because in 2020, I found my purpose and he was on the quest to find his purpose. And what I truly, truly believe in terms of your quest for your purpose is you find it when you're doing what you love. And for him, he had this deep longing and desire from his heart to learn how to surf. So we made it happen. And the condition of us coming out here was that he could surf, but we had to make a trip out to Sedona. And it was and is in Sedona where I had my another part of my spiritual awakening. Know this. You are always going through a spiritual awakening. There's not just one moment that it happens and you're like, oh my gosh. It's a revolution. It happens like over and over and over again, different scenarios. My first, I mean, I had so many, but, you know, part of it when I started studying my mind um, and really changing my vibration, when I started studying, thinking into results, that stimulated me to actually awaken my Kundalini. So my Kundalini was the first part of awakening my spiritual side on the divine feminine side. Okay, and so uh, the divine feminine energy is all about flow, receivership, uh, femininity, sensuality, and intuition. And so when I started studying, uh, thinking into results, a lot of a lot of that practice is about meditation and getting into yourself. And a part of that awoke in my Kundalini. So the Kundalini is a divine feminine energy that basically it's almost like chi energy that surfaces from your root all the way up to your third eye and beyond in your crown and you can use that energy but i didn't know this when i first started when my kundalini was awakening i didn't realize okay like when i meditate i can't stop vibrating i can't stop feeling this energy within my core that is like channeling and like i was bobbing and all this stuff and when me and chris would meditate he'd be like this is really strange. And I was like, I know, well, you, you can see it. I can feel it. And so that was a part of awakening my divine feminine energy. And then with that, that happened in December. And part of the condition of us coming out to California was that we would go to Sedona. And that journey to Sedona was all about me wanting to just connect to Mother Earth. And in Sedona is where we went on this beautiful hike. And that hike was a vortex that specifically activates your divine feminine energy. I believe it's spell rock or cathedral. But anyways, doesn't matter. That's where I started to really connect to my divine feminine energy. And that divine feminine energy was everything that I needed to start my healing journey. And one thing about that, about anyone's healing journey, is it always begins from a place of divine feminine energy, Cathedral Rock. <laughs> 
So Cathedral Rock is a beautiful freaking hike. And we went during a full moon, a powerful full moon. And that hike, we were up in the vortexes for like three hours. Just, we didn't do anything. We were just silent and we just watched the sunset and uh, the moon cast upon us. And when I was up there, I felt this huge rush of peace. Just like a blanket of peace that rolled over me. And when I came back from Sedona, I went on a full-on healing journey. The healing journey first began with, you know, the usual Reiki, healing my chakras. And then from there, I went into a deep desire to do past life regression healing, which I've never, you know, I didn't even know about before that, but I I decided to find a shaman here in California and I booked her that day. Like I just felt this deep, deep, deep need to do this work. And if you don't know what past life regression healing is, it's basically tapping into your subconscious mind um, and healing parts of your past life, life, lives that lifetimes that you've lived previous to the lifetime that you live now. Because we all are connected. Our lifetimes are connected and the energies of those lifetimes are connected as well. And so in that past life regression healing that I did, we only did one session, but in that session, in every one of my lifetimes that we went through, I was a man. Two of those lifetimes, I was a female. One of them, I was a young girl in a field and I was by myself. And... That has so much to do with my Chiron. So my Chiron sits in um, cancer and it's all about healing my abandonment issues. And so that was part of my past life regression healing, going to that part and seeing this girl being by herself completely. And another part of my past lives, I was a concubine. And then every other part of my past life, I was a man. But the very strong message that came through in these past life healing was, it's time to live your life. Don't wait. And so the interesting thing about that, now that I'm looking back at my past life healing, is knowing that in my past life, I was a man in a lot of them. In a part of my human design, three of my pillars are masculine. One of them is feminine. The only part that is feminine is the way I manifest. So even with studying and learning about the mind, I was always hitting a plateau on how much and where what I could manifest because I was manifesting the wrong way. I was manifesting from a masculine perspective when ultimately I'm meant to manifest from a feminine perspective. And what that means for me is that I'm meant to heal feminine manifestation is all about healing being and receiving masculine manifestation is all about doing thinking and giving they you need to have both to balance your life just like everything in this universe there has to be a balance of both and so with that I was always hitting a plateau and I didn't understand. And so when I went to Sedona and I went to Cathedral Rock and I activated my divine feminine energy and I did my past life regression where I was healing 
those masculine parts of me, I had to go on this journey to really, really activate the divine feminine. And now that's my mission. And so interestingly enough, after that session, the past life regression healing, I still felt a call to do more. And there was just like so much more inside of me. And I just listened. I'm really good at following my intuition. (laughs) It's like blindly being led. And so I decided to activate um, and learn Reiki because I felt that I had and needed to heal more parts of me, even parts that were not here in this present moment, but parts of my past. And so in that past life regression, I basically went from healing those, those past lives, but then learning to actually become a healer myself through Reiki. And so in my Reiki session, we learned to how to heal ourselves. Because when you heal yourself, you heal the world. We can't heal the world. We have to heal ourselves to heal the world. And so this is a part of my rebirth story because it's, it's actually realizing that when you go back to different timelines, you go to different parts of yourself and you heal those parts, you become whole again. And what it means to be whole is to be conscious, is to be whole, to be perfect with your imperfections, be perfectly imperfect. And from there, I really, really tuned into my intuition. And there was this one time where I was at the beach. Um, this was probably in June, where through a meditation, a got um a, a goddess came through me, through to me, and she said, "It's time to change your name." <laughs> and I came out of that meditation. I'm getting goosebumps talking about this, but I came out of that meditation and I changed my name. No ifs, ands, or buts. Just changed my name. I just changed it on Instagram, and I slowly rolled it out through all the p- other platforms because if it's not through Instagram, it didn't happen, right? If you didn't post it, it didn't happen. And through that, I, I quickly transitioned and really stepped into even coaching my clients differently instead of coaching them through a very much habit and doing way of doing things I started coaching them through how to heal how to do shadow work how to feel their emotions and that was through my own learnings that to actually manifest what we want We have to heal parts of ourselves. And that's all about the divine feminine energy. See, it's been interesting, everything that's led me to this point, because I I now look back at my story and I look back at my life and like for so long, I always felt like I had to fit in in a very masculine way. And that is very much a part of my human design. But the part of my... um, being that is meant to show up how I'm meant to do my business, how I'm meant to um, manifest, how I'm meant to create my realities from a feminine perspective. So the work that I was avoiding doing, which is the healing, the being, the loving, the nurturing, was the work that I needed to do to actually create the life that I wanted for myself and to actually step into my highest being. And so... My other rebirth story 
right? And I, I share rebirth because I say it in a way that is like rebirthing just means reincarnating and really stepping into the re, the the version of yourself that you are meant to reincarnate in this lifetime as. Um, so part of my reincarnation story is actually stepping into that version of myself that I'm meant to reincarnate as in this lifetime, which is a divine feminine leader. And I'm meant to heal people through sharing stories because my stories are meant to inspire people because I have to lead first because I am a leader, a divine feminine leader. We need to understand that we are a balance and a manifestation of both divine feminine and masculine energy, and it has nothing to do with gender, but how energy is used. But for very long, I was always using my energy from a masculine side when actually I was meant to show people and show myself to tap into my feminine side. And this is part of my rebirth story because I've shifted again not too long ago when I was very much fixated on all the things that I had to do in this 3D reality, like be married by a certain age, get my marriage and wedding and all this sorted. And, as, and that consumed my mind for so, so long. And as soon as I shifted and realized that it doesn't matter whose timeline this is done on, what matters is that I feel my most aligned self. And as soon as I made that decision, I shifted again. It was like no more self-loathing that we're not getting married, we're not, we're not in our house, these things are not happening in the way that they're meant to happen. Instead, it was that rebirth that I am meant to show people that at any given moment, you can start your life. There's no timelines. There's no ends. There's no beginnings. There's just right now, creating right now, consciously recreating right now. And so the rebirth process is all about resetting your mindset. What that means is like, what programmings are yours and not yours? Restarting restarting your story at any given moment, knowing that there is no timeline. The only timeline is your timeline. Restarting your story, restarting your business, restarting your life, restarting your love, restarting anything. A restart is a refresh, which is a re-opportunity to get it right. Refocusing my intentions. What did I, I started this year off with the intention to go all in. And what that meant was go all in on me, go all in on my spiritual journey, go all in on my business, go all in on everything I did from traveling the world, aka the US, to like everything. Because how you do anything is how you do everything. So refocusing my intentions to go all in on me. And lastly, rebirthing. And what it means to rebirth is to step into the reincarnated version that you chose before you became whole in this lifetime as your soul's destiny to pursue. And so with that, 
How powerful is it that this new moon in Virgo is all about healing? And with that as well, my rebirth is all about how can I heal more people? Through sharing the stories of my healing. Sometimes our ego stops us from believing that we need to heal. I see this in so many people. I saw it in myself. But healing becomes addicting because every time you heal, you become one step closer and wholer to the version of yourself that you're meant to be. And so what it means to heal is to let go of programmings, let go of beliefs, rewrite all hurt, rewrite all wrongs, and really fly and soar and spread our wings like the beautiful butterflies that we're meant to be. And so really, as I share this story with you, I want to re-inspire you. A lot of the times in the summer, we let ourselves go because things get busy. There's so many plans. That's why I decided, you know, with this entire shift so quickly to start a 21-day self-love challenge, And with a 21-day self-love challenge, I have been called and channeled through Source to start a rebirth micromind. And the rebirth micromind is all about healing. So like I said, it's all about resetting, restarting, refocusing, and rebirthing. And rebirthing means to actually get into creation mode. You know, once we're done with September... We're basically going into the fall. And as much, I don't know if this is the same for you, but fall has always been the busiest time of year for me. It does not slow down after summer. It gets busier. It gets harder. But it becomes way more fulfilling. And then we start the year off again in 2022. And so really, I share this story with you because rebirth is, can be anything you want it to be, but rebirth is a choice. It's a choice to step into your highest calling, your soul's destiny, and who you're meant to be. And really, that's really, really, really all you came here in this lifetime to do is to find your purpose and step into who you're meant to be. And that's why I feel so strongly about this. That's why as a projector, I'm not supposed to like work so much, but I feel so called to create these offerings because whether it's to help support one person through their journey or 20, I would still do it because I've surrendered myself. My all-in is surrendering myself to source. And what that means is when I feel that niggle, when I feel that intuitive hit, when I get that download, I go, I do it. I follow that calling. And that's all we're meant to do is how can we allow ourselves to listen more to our intuition? How can we allow ourselves to follow our desires? How can we allow ourselves to follow our heart more? How can we silence our mind? And allow our heart to radiate. And so through that, 
I share this last, last part to really inspire you. One of the most beautiful flowers in the world is a lotus. And the lotus symbolizes purity, love, devotion, all things. It, it basically is the human evolution in a flower. And the lotus is a beautiful, pure flower, and it grows from dirt, muddied, dirty water. And the symbolism of a lotus is all things enlightenment, regeneration, and rebirth. Just like a lotus, how can you rewrite your story to really become the ever-evolving, the ever-growing flower, beauty, symbolism of the human experience. And so if you feel called to rebirth your story, feel free to reach out and join this micromind. The rebirth micromind is all about reframing and rewriting. It's all things re, basically, to recreate. It's never too late and it's never too early. It's just right now. Everything is created right now. And so as we raise our consciousness, as we raise our vibrations, our manifestation powers change. Our ability to call in different things change. So I'm going to end off this episode and really, really open it up for you to start to really look at your life and see how you can rewrite and regenerate and rebirth your story into the beautiful lotus that it's meant to be with lots of love lily thank you so much for tuning in to the soul seekers podcast with lily it means the world to me that you've lent your soul your ears your presence to be here with me and i hope more than anything that you've gotten another level of awareness through this podcast i can't wait to continue to share this journey with you if you haven't followed me yet follow me on social at this must be lily and if you liked what you heard today please feel free to like and subscribe and if you're looking for further ways to work together check out the link in my bio more than anything i hope that you have the courage to pursue the life of your dreams because your dreams are meant to be actualized with lots of love lily Thank you.